that's where the no sanity required slogan came from at snowbird we 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 committed early on let's live and teach and grow and disciple in a christianity that the world looks at and goes man this is crazy these people they're willing to go to the ends of the earth they're willing to do whatever it takes to reach others with the gospel they believe so wholeheartedly in the gospel of jesus christ that they will abandon all earthly wisdom Welcome to No Sanity Required, from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is episode one, and we're excited about this. We've been uh, we've we've been anticipating rolling this out for a long time, and we've been talking about it, and a lot of people have been anticipating it, and we're excited that you're that you're tuning in and joining us for the first episode. Most of the people that are listening right out of the gate here are probably people who are familiar with who we are. My name is Brody Holloway and I'm the lead pastor at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitter, Outfitters, which is a, 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 we're a camp and conference center, a missions mobilization ministry in the mountains of Western North Carolina, beautiful area. A lot of people are familiar with that area. We're right outside of the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and just an incredible place for doing what we do. We run camps for teenagers, that's that's predominantly what we do. We see thousands and thousands and thousands of teenagers come through every year. But we also do adult conferences, men's conferences, women's conferences, marriage conferences. We do a lot in in uh, in student ministry. We we do a lot of uh, uh, things that are for as sort of as a as service or as a ministry to student pastors, people that work in student ministry. We try to provide resources, so we do uh, we do a lot of partner partnering with churches to do things uh, that will help equip student pastors and pastors and leaders in churches to particularly and specifically engage students in student ministry. And and this ministry was born over really the vision was born a quarter century ago, twenty five years ago. God gave us a vision to develop a student ministry that that served as a place to take students to camp for a youth pastor to take students to camp, but where he didn't have to worry about just kind of fluffy what what I what I've always called cotton candy Christianity, just kind of a quick spiritual sugar rush that goes away really quick and and leaves you with kind of this weird aftertaste. And so we wanted to we wanted to be uh, a ministry and a place where student pa- pastors could come bring their students and where they knew that there would be some things that happened that would that would help equip those students in the discipleship process. And so Snowbird Outfitters, our mission statement is that Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters exists to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through the exposition of Scripture. And so that that's the first part of it. And we're going to definitely be unpacking our mission statement over over several episodes in the near future. But that, that opening line to our mission statement is that we are, we are proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ and we're evangelistic, but we are also very focused on the, the right and proper handling of the word of God to equip and disciple young people, men, women, uh, families, and to be a ministry that partners with local churches all across America and even the world. And so that's who we are and what we do. Um, and, there's a lot of information that can be had at SWoutfitters.com, which is the Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters website. And so I don't want to go into a ton of explanation because, like I said, if you're listening to this, you're probably familiar with us, uh, especially if you're listening to 
to this as as like a, as the launch of this podcast. But I wanted to talk briefly about the title, No Sanity Required, where that came from. When we first started Snowbird Outfitters, well, it was it was uh, in the late nineties, and student ministry sort of had a strong personality. It was there was one sort of personality to student ministry, and it was. Uh, that that was like the rise of modern contemporary Christian music, and so there was a lot of uh, there were a lot of um, camps that were moving. A lot of people were moving out of the traditional camp model and more into like the concert model. So student pastors were rather than taking their students to a traditional camp, they're going to a conference center that had a hotel or maybe it was at a college campus and there were really good speakers and really good Christian artists playing music, leading worship. And so it was a it was sort of a conference feel. And so moving away from the traditional, you know, paddling a canoe, building a birdhouse out of popsicle sticks, craft tent, face paint, you know, like the camp that I went to when I was a kid, which was very traditional. And when I say traditional in, in the sense of thinking of camps from the 1950s and 60s. And so we wanted to. We, so so in the 90s, guys were moving away from that because there was a need to have youth ministry more culturally adapted. And so recognizing where students were in the 90s, where youth and teens were in the 90s, there was a need to do something that was more progressive. And so uh, there there were a lot of these conference-style camps that sprung up that said, okay, let's move out of staying in teepees or or whatever, you know, like and going out on the lake in a canoe and, and doing those things and then sitting around the fire and having a Bible study. Nothing wrong with those things, but guys were just moving away from it. And so you had this huge explosion in the contemporary Christian music world where a lot of young artists were really getting notoriety and fame and even getting some crossover into the secular world being played on secular radio stations. And so there were, there were these camps that sprung up that were utilizing these, these uh, really good Christian bands. And then there, there were a lot of youth speakers, guys that made their living traveling and speaking at youth conferences who, and who got really popular during that time. And so you had a lot of guys abandoning the traditional camp model to go to like a youth, a youth conference, a conference type um, of an event. So they'd bring their students to a college campus or to a hotel and everyone would be there. And then they'd go to these sessions and there would be music and a speaker. And it was awesome. A lot of energy, but there was a miss what, what, and, and, and that's when, my wife and I first got involved in student ministry was in that period, that time period. And it seemed like if you, if you went to the more traditional camp model, uh, there was, there was a a shallowness or a lack of good, faithful preaching, teaching music resources, but there was this really strong relational and experiential component. Kids could come and, and do really fun things. That's when camp started to have more adrenaline driven activities, swings and zip lines and things like that. And so there were, there were, there were some neat experiences to be had at, at, at that traditional camp, but a lot of times the teaching and music was, was weak, the worship experience. And so if you went to a, one of the newer conference style camps, there was, there was very little, um, in the way of, activity or, or experience other than going into the sessions, the teaching sessions. And so we had this vision and this dream to start a camp that, that sort of interfaced and combined the two. So students would come 
have incredible experiences just as far as recreation that they would play hard and have, you know, just have fun during playtime, during rec time, but that the teaching and worship experience would be very deep and experiential in, in itself. And so uh, out of that, we, there was a vision to, to, to start a camp and, uh, and that camp that as it has materialized over the last quarter century is called snowbird wilderness outfitters. It's in Andrews, North Carolina. And, and what students get to experience and what leaders get to experience. And now men and women and families is a place where the word of God is very faithfully taught, where um, there's depth, there's doctrine, there's application, there's a practical approach to the handling of the scripture to build and equip and grow students and leaders. And then there's also an incredibly intentional approach to worship through music and song and corporate um, worship. And then there's also, in addition to all of that, there is a high emphasis and value placed on recreational experience. And the reason is we believe that when 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 people are having fun and playing hard, uh, then they tend to relax and get comfortable in the environment. And so what we find is that people are more open and receptive to hear good Bible teaching when their day has been filled with great experiences that sort of help them to forget what's back home for a few days. And so that's that's kind of the way that we do things at Snowbird Outfitters. We play hard, then we sit down, we open God's Word, we drill deep, we go deep, and then we make sure that there's good application. And so the the where where the title No Sanity Required came from that from from our earliest days that was one of our slogans probably the main slogan at snowbird outfitters it's been on t-shirts and stickers and hats and and uh print material since pretty much the beginning and it comes from paul's letter to the corinthians where repeatedly paul is talking to these people throughout his first letter to the corinthians and he says you guys you think that i'm a fool you think i'm crazy you think i'm a fool you think i'm out of my mind you think um the gospel is is craziness and it's because he's speaking to a very religious group of people who had one idea of what religion should be, and and the gospel was breaking that mold. Whether it was uh, the Jewish people and Judaism, whether it was pagan and secular religions, whatever you had these two background backdrop to Corinth, you had these really crazy extremes. You had pagan religions that these people were nuts. They did crazy stuff. They they got drunk and had seances and had and took hallucinogenic things you know, like, like had hallucinogenic experiences in the worship service and they would speak in unknown tongues and worship these pagan demonic deities. And it was crazy. And they had, they literally had prostitutes in the pagan temples. So part of the, the secular worship experience, religion meets secularization of religion. It's kind of crazy while they're doing basically what the crazies in the world were doing at that time. in in a city like Corinth was, Think of think of uh, the craziest environments in cities today, where maybe you've got um, a large sex industry, uh, a large entertainment industry, combined with a drug scene. You know, that's just kind of kind of very very pagan and secular. But then all of that was brought into a religious experience. Then you had the Jews who were very proper in their handling of their religion. It was a very strenuous and strict religion. And here comes Christianity and invades both of those ideologies and and pushes back the darkness of pagan worship 
and shines real light into what the Jews thought was was truth by saying, hey, all that you've ever believed and worshipped is fulfilled in Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Jesus, the gospel is that Jesus is what you've been looking for. And then to turn and say to the pagans, Hey, you guys are, you got to, you got to come out of this. You got to snap out of this. What you're doing is crazy. Jesus is the way. And so you had people on both sides saying to Paul, man, you're crazy. You've lost your mind. The, the Jews were saying, you're out of your mind. There's, it doesn't even make sense what you're saying that, that Jesus fulfills the law and that we should leave Judaism and follow Jesus. And then the pagan world was saying the gospel, you're saying that there's a God who became man and died for the sins and wickedness of humanity. Like let people kill him. That's insanity. That's crazy. What in the world are you talking about? That's foolishness. And so he says in his letter to the Corinthians, at one point he says, the gospel is foolishness and folly to the unbelieving world or to the Jewish world. And then in other place, he's addressing people who have professed faith in Jesus, but who have ridiculed him. And he's saying, you guys, you think that I'm a fool for being sold out to Jesus. And he says, if I'm a fool, I'm a fool for Christ's sake. And, and so that, that whole idea is where the slogan, no sanity required came from just for, context and background. So no sanity required is the idea that if you live your life for Jesus and in total abandonment of everything else and you, and with focus and wholehearted pursuit of Jesus, you live in obedience to him and you worship him and you follow him and you give your life wholly to Jesus, then people are going to think you're crazy. They're going to think that doesn't make sense. But, and in the world's knowledge and in the world's ideology, it doesn't make sense. So in that sense, it is insanity. Uh, one of my favorite books in the last 10 years was The Insanity of God by Nick Ripkin. It's that same idea. Uh, I think when that book came out, it resonated so good with us because this, this is what we've been trying to articulate for so long is that there is in the world's eyes an insanity to, to a true pursuit of Christ. And then, in the Jewish world, same thing. They're saying, you're telling us that the law, the prophets, all of our rituals, that we're, we're to leave that behind to pursue Jesus, that now all of a sudden that just all comes to an end, which is what the gospel did. Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. It's not like the law became a bad thing. It's just that Jesus fulfilled what those people had been worshiping towards. He brought it to fulfillment and said, now you worship me. Now you put your faith and trust in me. And for the, a lot of those Jews, it was like, man, that's insanity. What you're saying is crazy. And so that's where the no sanity required slogan came from at Snowbird. We, we, we committed early on, let's live, let's live and teach and grow and disciple in a Christianity that the world looks at and goes, man, this is crazy. These people, they're willing to go to the ends of the earth. They're willing to do whatever it takes to reach others with the gospel. They believe so hard, wholeheartedly in the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they will abandon all earthly wisdom. I think that would be the way to sum it up. You love Jesus and believe him so wholeheartedly that you're willing to abandon all earthly wisdom, all earthly, like common sense, like the, the, the way the world processes information and makes decisions, whether it's in a really crazy hedonistic pagan style that says, if it feels good, do it. You only live once. Might as well get the most out of it. 
in terms of physical pleasure or sensual pleasure or whatever, or the religious extreme that says, oh, no, we have to create a really rigid system and live inside that box and make sure that we're being very strict in our religious practices. And and then Christianity comes along and says, you're free in Christ, but that freedom sets you free from the dominion of sin, but it sets you also free to be obedient to Christ. So we're obeying Jesus and, and we're following him and we're loving him but we're rejecting everything the world has to offer in in terms of providing happiness or joy or fulfillment. And we're saying, no, I'm going to follow Jesus because I know that's where true fulfillment comes from. And for a lot of us, we've tried whatever the world had to offer. A lot of people listening to this podcast have experienced what the world offers and, and to the fullest. And then a lot of people come from a very religious background. I, for me personally, and somewhere down the road, I'm sure I'll get into this, but I grew up in a background where it's very rules based. I, I can remember as a teenager, a very strict dress code. Like to go into the world, you had to dress a, a certain way. That especially the women. I remember my sisters. You know, there, there was a certain expectation of how they had to dress. There was a certain expectation of of like behavior modification if you're going to be a Christian. And so we all come from different backgrounds, but the bottom line is Christ sets us free from the demands of everything except the gospel and what the gospel demands Christ fulfills and then gives to us. And so now we're free to just obey him, follow him, worship him. That to the world is insanity. Like, like Jesus says, you'll know the truth. The truth will set you free to be set free from the demands of the world. That's what Paul tells the Corinthians. That is foolishness to the world. That is insanity. People cannot believe that you can find joy and peace and freedom apart from what the world offers. But you can. That's the hope. That's the reality is that in Christ we have hope and freedom and peace and joy that is beyond anything the world can offer. And that's that. When one of the things that we hope to do in this podcast is, is drill into every facet of the Christian life and look at practically what it is to follow Christ and what the Bible teaches us about God and man and relationship and joy and happiness and hope. And I'm excited to see where God takes us. A lot of people have, have anticipated it, and so now it's it's here. We're doing it. We're moving forward with this, and I'm excited to, to, to spend a lot of time with you as long as God will let me. Uh, and we're going to get real practical. We're not just going to talk about Bible and theology and church and the things pertaining to the Christian life. We're going to try to keep this super interesting and uh, and, and cover a lot of different things um, from social topics to cultural topics to funny stories to we're going to do. I'm excited to do one particular segment that we're going to do. We're going to introduce here in a few weeks called Beyond the Flannel Graph. And it's going to be where we take, and some of you know what flannel graph is, and some of you probably don't have a clue. It's It was a teaching method when I was a kid before we had the technology we have now. And, uh, and a lot of times, uh, as children, if we're raised in church, you get the Bible stories, but it's only when you grow into your faith as an adult that you can really appreciate and understand what, what's going on behind those stories. And so we're going to drill deep into some of the very familiar stories in Scripture and passages, and that segment I'm excited about. We're going to have people on here. You're going to meet different people from ministry life and different walks of secular life, and I haven't been this excited about something that uh, that we're doing in the media world in a long time. And so um excited for you to join us right along on this journey. We'll look back at this, these first few episodes a year or two or five from now and just laugh. But, hey, you got to start somewhere. So we're starting here and now, and there is no sanity required. 
there is simply a need to pursue Jesus, love him best we can, and try to give him to the world. And that's ultimately what this podcast is going to be all about, helping people understand more clearly who Jesus is and what, what he expects from us and offers to us. And so um, thanks for joining us for episode one. We'll be right back with the second episode, and we're just going to hit the ground running and uh, look forward to being with you then. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.